This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Office of Personnel Management is planning to give agencies more discretion to handle underperforming federal employees. OPM is looking to repeal a Trump administration policy that prevented agencies from agreeing to remove or change information on a federal employee's performance record as a condition for leaving the agency. For a closer look at this policy change, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And Jory, let's start with a quick recap. Highlights of that Trump executive order. What were they trying to do with it? Sure. This executive order was actually just one of three executive orders that former President Donald Trump had signed back in May of 2018. This particular EO was themed around making it easier for agencies to fire poor performing federal employees as well as discipline them more quickly. It did a couple of things, but some of the highlights, it gave federal employees less time to respond to potential allegations of poor performance or misconduct. It shortened the window for performance improvement plans government-wide, and it banned agencies from making these clean record agreements, which, as you said in the lead here, would have agencies agreed to remove or change information on a federal employee's performance record as a condition for leaving that agency. So other agencies would not see those you know, blemishes on their record if they decided to get another federal job. Right. So if someone moves, say, from the Securities and Exchange Commission to the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC wouldn't know they were an axe murderer. Well, at the SEC, I'm exaggerating, but that's the idea. In a way of speaking, yes. I mean, that permanent record would not have all of those details. Killer, but not with an axe. And as far as why we're talking about this now, you know, this EO had a long trajectory. It was signed in 2018. It had a long battle in the courts. Federal judges had issued some injunctions regarding some of the policies in this EO. And OPM finally put out a final rule, putting a lot of these provisions in effect in November of 2020. And it outlined a lot of these federal workforce policies and really codified them in, again, November 2020. So this is why it's now now still a going concern for a lot of federal employees. And so OPM is citing what reasons for wanting to repeal that rule? So generally speaking, OPM says that they want to give agencies uh, maximum flexibility to deal with poor performers on their own. You know, it actually points out that there are a lot of policies in here that they say are, are generally good principles for dealing with poor performers. But the way they were looking at it, the Trump era policies were a little restrictive in telling agencies to handle certain scenarios a certain way and giving uh, less flexibility to agencies to handle those decisions on a case-by-case basis. Um, and case in point, you know, OPM is keeping some provisions in effect here, including procedures for disciplinary action against supervisors who retaliate against whistleblowers. And did those Trump policies actually have that effect? Were they able to get rid of people more easily? Do we really know what effect this had, given the short lifespan it actually had in place? It's really hard to tell. You know, we saw from comments, from public comments with this uh, this final rule finally coming around, that a lot of managers, a lot of employees, uh, a lot of unions said that this would actually, you know, increase litigation costs. It would make these personnel settlements a lot harder to complete and finalize. And I actually spoke with Jim Eisenman, who's a partner at the Alden Law Group. He said that these clean record agreements generally gave agencies fewer tools to handle personal matters. And he said that this ban actually really frustrated legal counsel for federal employees and agencies. It's not always pawning off a bad employee. Sometimes you have these particularly discrimination cases, not always someone who's got a poor performance 
or misconduct, but some other issues where a change in the records doesn't make them suddenly look on paper to be good, but it's something that helps them and helps agencies resolve cases. And that's attorney Jim Eisenman at the Alden Law Group. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And so what can agencies not do then under a clean record agreement? OPM is reminding agencies that these clean record agreements don't prevent agencies from giving a full account of an agency's performance uh, when federal investigators come around and conduct background investigations. So things like security clearances, they can bring up, you know, that axe murder, for example, or, you know, other, you know, egregious cases of uh, performance. Other than the clean record provision, then, are there other policies that OPM wants to get rid of, too, from the Trump era? Yeah. So OPM is also looking to repeal a provision that required agencies to notify supervisors at least three months out and then again a month out from when a newly hired employee's probationary period expires. And those reminders would really help serve the supervisor to you know, positively affirm whether they want that employee to remain on the job after that probationary period expires, because that's still the easiest way to fire a federal employee when they're still in that probationary period, it's much harder to do so once that period ends. And again, OPM says that that is a generally good practice for agencies to notify supervisors. But they said that what they didn't like about that is that it was this rigid cookie cutter way of saying all agencies always at three months, always at one month do this. And they didn't like that. They said that you know, supervisors should have more discretion. Agencies should have more discretion in deciding to keep employees on the job or not. All right. So to change the rules then requires itself to have rulemaking, correct? It does. And so OPM is introducing a proposed rule. They're going to accept comments on that through February 3rd. Right. So it's going to be a while before anything officially changes. Not quite. You know, it's going to have to go through that final rulemaking process. And that's going to be you know, a matter of, of weeks and months. And so this is not going away overnight, but this is the latest chapter in what's been a long saga. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, Think twice before sending money through an app or online. Celebrate this holiday season by sending money to your loved ones with Western Union. As a new customer, you can enjoy a $0 transfer fee when you send money online. For fast and reliable money transfers, use Western Union. Visit westernunion.com or download our app today to get started and your first transfer fee is on us. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983, or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985, FX Gain Supply.